Table discussing Comic Con 2017. With me is Mr. Kevin Kittredge. Hi. Scott Sebring. Are we home yet? Vicky Sebring. No, we're not home yet. And Julie Jekyll. Hello. Uh, so, uh, this is basically just three basic questions. Uh, Comic Con highlights. What were your highlights? Um, well, I, I kind of weaseled my way up to the front of the, the press box in. Um, Hall H for the for the Doctor Who panel, so that was my highlight. <laughs> you you were really close. I was yes. I was, I was close. at the stage. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You were you were waiting for the right person to come along, and you just basically flashed the old press. Well, badge here's the there. deal. I, I do have a press badge with uh, all right. Let's do a podcast, but I don't. I think I was supposed to have something so much more important than the one I had to get where I was, but it's the kind of thing where I was waiting outside the door because I wanted to find someone. Uh, to whine to and say, a couple years ago I walked up dressed as 12 and they said, hey, you're dressed like the 12th Doctor. Come right up to this awesome seat here in Hall H. And I was like, okay. And uh, I was kind of looking for that to happen again. And it did not happen. But as I was standing outside one of the doors, uh, a couple of guys came up behind me and someone opened the door and said, oh yeah, you press guys, you can come this way. And they went in and I just did the old uh, Rodney Dangerfield and Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I, I just walked in behind them and... Then uh, I was in the press area, and I said, all right, now where's the good spot for the press? Because I figured I was in, and I was in, and they said, you can walk right up there, so I just did. So that was great. Excellent, excellent, yes. Uh, I I waited in the normal line and walked in about 10 minutes late, but it was still a great panel. Uh, Scott? Uh, Biggest highlights for me was actually uh, getting to pal around with uh, some of my friends, you know, you know, that I don't get to hang around with a whole heck of a lot. My buddy Ben Bentley came out from England. He hadn't been to Comic-Con since, like, uh, 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was cool hanging out with him, uh, my buddy Alex Zolt, and uh, getting to see people like Kevin Coppa that I haven't seen yeah. in ages and mm-hmm. stuff. So it was it was just really kind of fun, kind of, kind of like the old gang kind of getting together here and there, which was, that was really the biggest highlights for me. You know, as far as the con itself... Uh, was probably hitting the floor with the uh, Batman 66 Gotham gang, as it were, in costume on uh, Saturday. That was a big one. You know, doing Batman, you were the Joker, you were there. And yes, I remember. Kelly is the Riddler. Uh, Alex is Robin, as he's been for years. And uh, Valerie is Catwoman, and I am totally... Spa- oh, Johnny is the goon, and there's probably somebody else. <laughs> I was really spaced on that. I think I was Batman. <laughs> you know? Vicky? Oh, well, as Scott said, the the biggest highlight and the reason I keep going back is 
is my friends and getting to see people I don't get to see that frequently because they're out of state or out of town or just life gets in the way. Um, but the one moment that stuck out in my mind then and, and still sticks out in my mind now is I was posing uh, as the evil queen and a, a girl and her little brother had come up to get their pictures taken with me and the girl looked at me and she's like you look so real and I was like I am real and her eyes just got huge <laughs> and her mouth dropped open and she was just like you're real and then her mom said turn around honey smile and she took the picture, and I'm sure the little girl's mouth was still open because it was it was just suddenly that I had I had just just like blown her mind by telling her I was real, and she bought it, a hundred percent. I was real. That was that, and her whole world just sort of tilted on its axis. And that was that was really one of those those moments that stick with you. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, Julie. I. I kind of had a low-key year this year. Um, I didn't really do a whole lot of panels. Um, I mean, I got to go to preview night for the first time. That was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. And I got free books. Free books are always a highlight. Free well, books I mean, you good. got to go to the Young Justice panel. That sounded cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But I'm a fairly new convert to the <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> to well, it's show. fine. You can be new. It's, it's all good. I have finished it, though. Uh... You have or haven't finished? I have. Oh, good. Excellent. Uh, I, I'm greatly looking forward to that. Actually, I, I vicariously uh, lived a little through my roommate, uh, Malachi Keller, who's been on this podcast before. Uh, and he, he got to go to all the Hall H panels on Saturday, so he filled me in on all the major tidbits on Ready Player One and all the big stuff there. And then, you know, I, I can't deal with that Hall H line for the most part, so I was fine just looking at the trailers online that night and then just hearing you know, secondhand stuff, which is fine. I can live with that. I only hit the Doctor Who panel, but apparently it was pretty amazing that uh, before the Supernatural panel, Kansas came I heard. and played Carry On My Wayward Son. That would be pretty great to have been in. Sounds They're pretty good. available these days. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, uh, no, my, my highlights are kind of a, a blur of what you guys said. I mean, as, as Scott mentioned, there's uh, uh, Good to Hang with Good Friends, as uh, you yeah. mentioned, Kevin Copa and uh, Ramey and... Uh, yeah. Uh, ben Bentley. Uh, it was actually uh, this might be my, my favorite roommate crew I've had uh, in the room this year between Malachi, uh, Brandon Hillick, who's also been on the podcast, uh, Ben, and for one night Kevin here, and uh, that's that was solid. I've had some years where the roommate thing was a little lopsided at times. You know, I've never really had a terrible roommate, but um, you know, just like I felt like we were all kind of in sync. You know, you all it. seem to mesh pretty good. You yeah, know, I've, I've been in your room and experienced you with the midst of different roommates. And yes. that, that, that crew seemed to gel really well. Yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah, not, unfortunately Ben doesn't go every year, but otherwise, uh, yes, if I could, if I could reassemble the team every year, I would, but I, I know how these things go and that's, so it's always a bit of a who's available and who needs what at what time, yada, yada. Anyway, so outside of the friends, uh, obviously, uh, uh for me, the, the main Doctor Who panel on Sunday was, was great. Peter Capaldi was awesome. It really got to me when they said, what's the hardest part about doing the show? And he said, leaving it. And, uh, that was, that was my big takeaway from that. Um, uh, you know, and Chris Hardwick was doing his usual Chris Hardwick thing, yada yada. Trying to, oh, uh, classic Doctor Who panel. I actually slightly preferred. That was a great panel. That was uh, Peter Davis and Colin Baker, Sophie Aldred. I talked about this a little before, but basically they were in fine form. Great anecdotes, really I didn't good know energy. They were there. Yeah, they were promoting the BritBox thing because they now have all the classic Who on BritBox. Oh, so, yeah. Read your program. Yeah. I did. <laughs> Thursday. It was on Thursday. It was in the Indigo Ballroom at the Hilton. 
Oh, um, that's why I didn't go. Yeah, you could probably, it was great. You could walk right in, and it was, yeah, it was probably one of my all-time favorite panels I've ever seen at Comic-Con. It was really well done. And, and it was online, right? I gotta, I gotta see it. It, I know parts of it are online, but maybe the whole thing's online. Um, but definitely, the, there were some good questions. That was the other thing I liked, is that even the fans and the moderator thought handled it pretty well. So, yay for you guys. Um, and then, obviously, the costumes, you know, it was great being the Joker, and it was uh, good cracking out the Doctor Who stuff again, uh, and the uh, and of course the new King Marvel costume, uh, which was I, awesome. Before I dive into that, that was my next question: is uh, highlights of being in costume that you may not have already mentioned. Uh, I um, it was the twelfth Doc Bob's twelfth Doctor costumes uh, Friday and Saturday and Sunday. Uh, yeah, I, it was just neat because I weaseled my way into the BBC. Uh, I don't even know if it was the do official Doctor Who. It was the, like some cosplay thing that uh, the Doctor Who somehow became a part of. So, But BBC America was there, and they took pictures of me, and they put it on their Twitter and Instagram today, so that was cool. Hmm. Oh, right, yeah, the, the big party I did Saturday night, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Free booze! Mm -hmm. I don't even drink! Got a little drunk. That was fun. But no, no Capaldi. No, I was really disappointed because we were like, hey, so uh, any anybody showing up tonight? And all night long they were like, who knows, maybe. Which is usually what you do when you're lying. You're lying. You're lying. <laughs> well. I think he's been on dates like that. <laughs> it, is, uh, it is possible that uh, Peter might have been available, but maybe it's the kind of thing like, man, I'm kind of tired. I don't want to do another party. And I would get it. Mm-hmm. But he missed a chance to be my best friend. Okay. I'm sure he's so disappointed. According no. to social media, they went to the Entertainment Weekly party that night. Figures. <laughs> <laughs> so much for marketing. Ah, in the words of Kevin Klein. Disappointed! disappointed. <laughs> Scott? Uh, like I said, I just did the one day as uh, Batman... Uh, the weather just was not conducive for me. It was really, really hot. But, uh, you know, like I said, one of the things that was just really cool is actually getting to be Batman with Alex's Robin again because we haven't been Batman and Robin since 20, 2013 mm -hmm. at Dragon Con. And this is the first time also I've been back in costume at Comic-Con since last one was 2014. So it was kind of nice to kind of go back out on the floor mm -hmm. at Comic-Con and actually... Do the Batman thing, but like I said, just having a whole group of, you know, baddies with the villains and, and all that sort of stuff was just so much fun. Um, and that was really just, it was just really like doing the group thing, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I can't say there was one specific moment because there's, just, you know, like I said, people were digging it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, quite a few people were coming up to me and just kind of letting me know like how much Adam West meant to them and how sure. they missed him, you mm -hmm. know, because of his passing and so forth. And uh, so if I could fly the colors and put some smiles on some faces and some happy memories, cool. And that, that's what I did, you know. Um, but, yeah, that, that was really as far as myself being in costume. That, that was pretty much the thing. Um, well, for me, I mean, this was uh, technically Evil Queen Mach 2. Um first outing for the Evil Queen was San Jose, and I made some tweaks and finishing touches and stuff, and 
uh, reworked the, the black velvet portion of the cowl and came up with a way to attach the crown to my head so that it would stay on. And that worked out really, really well, even in, in breezes and fairly hefty breezes where I could feel my collar being buffeted and my crown stayed secure, mm -hmm. which compared to the first time I wore it was a big improvement. I remember. Yep. You seem very pleased with that. What, what was your trick to keep it on? Um, well, I remade the, the cowl that goes over my head and I put a faux-shaped partial shell in it. Mm -hmm. And I got some... It's like a plastic grid. You can get it at like Joann's or Michael's. It's meant to do like yarn needlepoint through. Mm. So it's a very flexible but sturdy plastic grid. And I cut a strip and I basically sewed a half circle around the front of the cowl where the crown would sit. And then I cut some downward slits into it. So it, it stood up straight like a crown. And I cut some downward strips, slits into it so I could fold it out to make because the crown flanges out mm, mm -hmm. and then I glued some half snaps into onto the crown itself basically the, the stud portion that the snap would snap right. onto on the inside of the crown on the inside of the crown that were just the right size that you could just pop the little plastic squares over them if you pressed really firmly mm -hmm. so it's kind of like snapping the the grid work onto it and since that was sewed to the cowl the crown stayed put and did not move mm -hmm. cool um so and i've, I've uh, however that was very awkward to actually get them to pop on yeah but it, once they were on they were on well i've since had a even better idea where i'll sew some sew the other half of the snaps onto the plastic grid work <laughs> so it's a lot easier just to snap it snap it mm -hmm. but that should still be as secure why make it so dang easy? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> because occasionally I might have to try and do it myself. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. She got, you know, um, when you're on your own, you never quite get the same amount of attention as with your, with a group. Right. But I did get a fair amount of appreciation and love as the evil queen. And it's a lot of fun to play that character because mm. you are kind of evil and bad so you know you can when, when people tell you that you're their favorite you can tell them what great taste they have and of course you are and um or i made the mistake i guess i guess it was a mistake i bumped into somebody in costume and i apologized to them and they turned around and looked at me and said you're evil you're not supposed to be apologizing <laughs> and so i said i've had sensitivity training so <laughs> Uh, that made them giggle, which is fun. But it's a, it's it's just a lot of fun to to play that particular character. You get to be very grandiose yes. and and you know slightly just a pain in the butt yep. if you want. You know, it's like make way for the queen and all that. So that's that's a lot of fun. I know from playing Davros, sometimes it's fun being the bad guy. It can yeah. be it can be fun if it's in the right spirit. Yes, yes, exactly. If it's in the right spirit, it can be a lot of fun. Although she probably will not be going back to San Diego Comic Con just because the the sheer volume of the crowds on the on the con floor meant that I had a lot of problems with people stepping on my cloak and train mm. and Consequently, had to spend a lot of time gathering them up and carrying them about in my arms, right, right, <laughs> as best I could, mm -hmm. uh, which was a little awkward. Well, I remember when we were by the uh, Comic Con backdrop, you seemed to have like found your people or something. I remember you went off. I think with some was it other princesses or something. There was a, an Ursula and a Queen of Hearts type of thing, and a, and a few other Disney villainess types. 
and uh, so we, we posed up for a few photos and then a, um, a group of Disney princesses as they would have been in the 50s came mm. by. Mm. So kind of, yeah, you know, in the big, in the, in the more like poodle skirts with the fifties hair and stuff, you know, and they were like, you want to rumble? <laughs> I love it. So we posed for some pictures and that's, it's always nice to, you know, when you get other characters in your, in your family, as it were together, people appreciate it. And mm -hmm. so that was pretty cool. Nice. Uh, Julie? I didn't actually do any cosplay this year, um, partly because it's just a to me, because I come from so far away on the trolley, it's difficult for me to pick out a costume that's comfortable enough to wear all day. But also because the best idea I had, I didn't have in time to actually execute it. Got it. Yeah, we've all been there. Um, do, do you need to keep that idea secret, or do you want to say what the idea was? Um, surprise them. Right, um, I think right now I'm looking to surprise them. Close to the best. Some, right. Someday we will duck ninja. Yes, we someday. will duck ninja. <laughs> duck, duck ninjas will happen someday. Um, Ninja, yeah, on uh, on Thursday. About, about to say, how about you, Bob? On Thursday, uh, I did uh, season fourteen, Tom Baker, uh, and Sunday I did season twelve, Tom Baker. Uh, Friday I did King Marvel, and Saturday I was the Joker with the Bat Group. Uh, all interesting experiences. Uh, slight regret, I didn't bring King Marvel out again Sunday, but that was sort of dictated by who events happening that day. Uh, interestingly, and I apologize to the listeners if I repeat any of this from last time I discussed this, but, uh, we, um, we had a kind of a low turnout on the Thursday meet for once. Usually that's a pretty big turnout. There was only about a dozen 14 tops people there. I mean, it was all right. We still had a good time, but you know, it was kind of... Eh, went through the motions, we were done. Although, we did get a nice image up on IMDb, that was nice. Oh, yeah? Uh, I mean, there were yeah. years where there was at least 14 Amy Ponds. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, there, there were some nice standouts. There, there was a guy doing a male version of 13. There was, uh, of course, a number of Capaldis. There was a really good uh, First Doctor, um, uh, Missy, and, uh, of course, some, some Claras, and so on and so on. So, it, uh, it was a good crowd. Uh, Sunday was better. Uh, and I'm, I was surprised by that because it was so late in the day because we had to be after the panel. Mm -hmm. But there was probably about double or a little more than double, so maybe around 30 people at that meetup. And that was pretty good. We had some good shots there. And it was amazing. I think, again, because it was so late in the day, they weren't kicking us out of sales like they normally like, like to do. So that was nice. Um, Andrew hooked me up with uh, Jelly Babies, which I had forgotten, uh, which, you know, always good to hand them out. And it's good for the sugar rush when you need food on the con floor, <laughs> as we all know about con food and being expensive and not the best food available. Uh, but uh, the back group was great. Um, as always, my, my mustache uh, gets all the love. I was about to say, I even had, I was even warning some of the other uh, back group people in case they hadn't been through this before. I said, by the way, you all look great. Your costumes are fantastic. It's all about the stash. But the single most popular <laughs> thing that's going to happen on that floor... <laughs> it's the stash, every time. ...is Cesar Romero's mustache. <laughs> it is going to get more comments and compliments over everything. Now, I didn't Just see... Just get used to it. I didn't see you guys uh, this year, but what I've seen is a lot of times people will pass you and they'll say, does he have the mustache? And four to five times, those guys are doing it because they don't think you really have the mustache. Oh. And then they see it, and they're like, he's got it. He's got the mustache. <laughs> well, as, as somebody who was also, because I was, I was kind of going around with you guys, but I was a bit further behind because it was one of me and more of you, and I had my training stuff. But 
I would hear people as they would clock you as you would go by them and they'd be like, wow, that was a really cool group. Did you see he even had the mustache? <laughs> you know? And it, it's time after time after time after time. They all talk about, oh, wow, that's a really, it's the mustache! Then they start freaking out, yeah. you know? Well, I, one of the best reactions, I, it's always kind of fun, is when people don't see the group all at once. Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while you go by somebody and go, oh, there's a Robin, oh, there's a Batman, oh, they got, oh, oh my gosh, oh, they, they're all here. <laughs> it's just... The freak out's nice. Yeah. 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 You're right, because of the crowds at Comic-Con, it's easy to only clock one or two of us. Like, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. The minute they see more than three of you, they, it's like, well, i got to get a picture of this. Yeah. Um, and I, I counted in terms of what I heard, because, of course, I can only go off what people say to me, but right. there was about 25 people, and it was only, we're only on the floor for, what, four, five hours tops? Only four or five hours, um, with a very large group. And keep in mind, we didn't go into the sales pavilion. Yeah. This was strictly on the floor, floor. Yeah. between the hotel and the floor floor. Artist Alley and that sort of stuff. We really stuck it out over there rather than going in the sales pavilion. Sales pavilion. We didn't go to any like DC hero photo ops or, or anything like that. So. Get, we did a little time in the front lobby over by the photo air backdrop area. But right, that but that, that, was, uh, that was one of the few areas where they go, you people need to keep on moving. <laughs> yeah, just we're out of the way. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, you know, and that's one thing I like is that, okay, we're not interrupting traffic, and there's always that concern. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I counted there was about 25 people who were like, oh, man, you got the mustache. Oh, you got the mustache. And this year we, uh, like we did the one other time at Comic-Con, I think mm -hmm. 14. 2014. Um, we did the, we laid in crepe wool instead of the lace mustache. So it actually held, and I never had to worry about putting it back on and carrying Patting a bottle it down and, and prosade on it. You could, you could it, yeah. be as expressive as you want. I can be very expressive. So that is the way to go. It's a lot more time consuming to put it on. It's tricky to trim it right. Uh, if you don't do it right, it doesn't read as well as the lace mustache. But if you do do it right, it's a perfect perfect thing of all worlds. So you got to remember that for, for next time. Uh, who was I talking to who thought, oh, it's good that you painted the mustache. And, and I was like, why would I paint it when I could just get a white mustache? And they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, see, the, the reason they probably thought that was because first we did the packs on the underlip yeah. so that the skin itself was white. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Which makes them think that you've you've done that on top. Yeah, yeah. Or they just that's didn't know what they were we, talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why you do that. But you know, the nice thing about the Joker is they don't misidentify you, do they? Oh, no, never. They never, never call you the Flash. No. <laughs> no, I never get misidentified as the Joker. Joker is good for that. Even if they don't know the 60s Joker, they certainly know I'm a Joker. And they know I'm like a friendly Joker. Like all the kids will... Some kids are like... I, I don't think... I don't get... Yeah, I don't get like a scared kid, but I might get like a curious kid because they're seeing essentially a clown. I'll get a shy kid. Yeah, think shy. There yeah, you go. I'll get to see shy kids, but not uh, not terrified. Not terrified, no. But I, I have to say, I am amazed at the number of people who misidentify me as the evil queen because I really do think that's sort of an iconic yeah. Disney figure, but so many people call me Maleficent. It's not even funny. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, I heard that way more than once. Yeah, I have. I have more, and I heard it previous the last time I did it too. So, mm. just happens. Yeah, I, th I think we got a, got a lot of good love on the floor. Um, partly, of course, because of the passing of Adam, but also it's just a great group. I mean, those mm -hmm. colors just sing with everybody. And they're they're great costumes. They're mm -hmm. all top quality, top notch. Yeah, yeah. My only thing now is, yeah, I mean, every year I see some new makeup stain showing up on my collar or something, and I'm like, okay, I got to get serious about trying to get this thing back in shape. I don't want to have to make it again. It was uh, <laughs> I don't have enough fabric for that. So, uh, but no, it's it was good. It was good. Uh, and then I, as I said, slight regret I didn't wear King Marvel again Sunday. I had a, I had a good time in it on Friday. 
Um, and for those who don't know, I'll state it again, it's the grown-up version of Captain Marvel Jr. from Kingdom Come. Uh, very Elvis-inspired because Elvis was a fan of Captain Marvel Jr. Two guys got what I was doing. Two guys were, oh, King Marvel! King, Kingdom Come! King Marvel! I was like, yeah, that's right. Which Every is almost exactly the same amount of panels that character ever appeared in. Exactly! <laughs> exactly. So one for each panel. One for each panel. <laughs> uh, most of the time, people call me Elvis, Super Elvis, Superman Elvis, Flash Elvis, uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange Elvis. <laughs> Um, uh, Shazam Elvis, uh, sometimes just Flash. I got <laughs> occasional. That happened when I was in the middle of an interview with somebody. Someone runs by in the background, yeah, great Flash! And I'm like, God. <laughs> you know. Someday you'll actually get a Flash outfit and they'll call you Captain Marvel. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I'm waiting for that day. Um, Speaking of uh, not easily identifiable characters, Lauren Bancroft. Uh, oh, yeah. She went as the wall that the twelfth doctor punches through in Heaven Sent, and uh, that's pretty meta. <laughs> she knew she knew it was going to be tough, but I tagged with her, and we we would ask people, "Do you know what she is?" And they'd be like, "No," and we'd say the episode, "No," and then I would like start punching her, oh, and then geez. and then sometimes they would get, "You're the wall," and uh, that was fun. All right, I'd like to go back to Sunday, uh, the Sunday Who meetup, if I could. Yeah, sure. Because uh, there was a bunch of us there, and we were doing our sets, you know, so now classic doctors, now just Capaldi's. And uh, the BBC, was it, was it film? Yeah, the, v, the film crew was there uh, taping a bunch of us. And we had kind of a thing going there. And there was an actress slash model slash what have you who had a booth, was watching oh, this. Yeah. And she was like, hmm, they seem to be having some sort of a following. Maybe I should just walk into their fucking pictures. Which she did. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> I was looking at her, and I was like, uh, we're doing Doctor Who stuff here. And she was just like, uh, trying to just be like, I'm so cute, everybody's going to be fine with this, because I'm so cute, and I'm wearing very little clothes. And I, uh, I said again, this is 12th Doctors. You're not a 12th Doctor. You can't stand with us. And eventually she walked away. But um, Do we know her name so we can't promote her? Yes, yes, we know her name and we're not saying it. Okay. At the time, I just thought she was a fangirl who wanted pictures with no, her. No, no, this no. No, I figured it out. I did figure it out. It took me a minute. I was, But it was the fact that after a token photo or two, she was just hanging out still with us. And I'm like, what, what is she doing still hanging out? And I kept going, she dresses a companion I can't identify yet. And then I'm like, no, nope, <laughs> she's would, just... Who would that be, a companion that Bob can't identify? <laughs> I mean, come on. It happens. It could be from a comic or something. I don't know. <laughs> You know, I, I'm not super up the or, or the or the books. I'm not super up on Cross the Cross-gen, Frobisher, you never know. Something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. You'd have to be a penguin for that. Well, yeah, I'd get the penguin. But uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, that was, uh, yes, you're right. That was a good point. Forgot about her. Interesting uh, caveat. Uh, but yeah, and of course, I got a lot of just plain Elvis when I was uh, Elvis. And uh, uh, my favorite part about doing that is I basically just leaned into the Elvis so, you know, whenever people talk to me, I just basically played Elvis, essentially. Mm -hmm. But, you know, whenever I would identify myself if they asked. But there are a lot of people who are just, they're like, oh, wow, I'm such a fan of Elvis. And I'm like, I'm not going to ruin their day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like, so I would take that picture. Um, 
But yeah, no, that was good. I got to get into a, a weird punt off with the Nicolas Cage impersonator where you had to use his movie titles in the conversation. So like, he'd be like, you know, whoa, this interview's going to be gone in 60 seconds and blah, blah, blah. And I'll just be like, yeah, what's next? And then he'll be like, oh, well, da-da-da, raising Arizona, whatever. And you have to keep going. This sounds terrible. Oh, dude, he caught me off guard. Because after a while, I'm like, what is he doing? And then finally, he, he, he did something that made me laugh. And then he's like, I win! And I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's good, Mr. Cage. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, no, no. So that was, that was, uh, that was a lot of fun doing, doing that. It's, uh, it got a lot of love. Um, I think I, oh, I, I, I think I mentioned this. So there was a guy at the t-shirt booth, because I went in to get a Captain Marvel Jr. shirt. I was like, you know what? I should get a Captain Marvel Jr. shirt. And I walk in there, and this t-shirt guy was like, what is, what is this? What, what crazy mashup? A lot of people thought I invented this mashup, by the way, of Elvis and Captain Marvel Jr. And he's like, Because they obviously did not see the two panels. Well, they didn't see the two <laughs> panels from a 20-year-old graphic novel. Um, but yeah, no, they were just like, oh my God, like, you're, uh, you're that other member of the Shazam Marvel family. You're, you're, you're Frankie. <laughs> And I was like, uh, no, that's, uh, that's Freddie Freeman, you know? And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Freddie. And he was just like, man, he's like, cosplay has been getting boring to me the last 10, 12 years I've been doing this booth. But this this is the first cool thing I've seen all weekend. You win the award. I was like, all right, that's cool. And then he's like, and I told him exactly who I was. And he's like, yeah, I remember him. And I'm like, I don't think he really remembers him, but whatever. And he's like, I'm going to go home and read some Marvel Family now. I'm going to read all about King Marvel. And I'm like, boy, he's going to be disappointed. <laughs> that's... That's not gonna go over too well, so, uh, so yeah, there was uh, there was some, there was some good highlights there. Yeah, ne next time I'll uh, I'll be ready with a with an Elvis song about Captain Marvel or something. Uh, other than that, um, favorite costumes you saw that you were not in. You know what? I can't even I can't even pick one. I didn't see a whole lot. I I I was there on the floor a lot, but I don't nothing really. I saw a shining group. There were two wow. twins who mm -hmm. were, and they're like grown-ups where they were playing the, the kids, and, and they held signs that said, come play with us, Danny. Mm -hmm. And then the other one had a sign that said, forever and ever and ever. And uh, there was a guy whose face was in a wall, and nice. he had an axe. Nice. Okay, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give them that. That was sure. fun. Yeah. There, was, there was a lot of cool stuff. The one that just immediately jumped in my mind was a hawk girl. Mm -hmm. That had the expanding like wings, yeah, but yeah. but she also had the, the the like the hammer, the mace, that actually glowed. Mm -hmm. The actual orb and the mace glowed. So you know, good accessories. And uh, but no, it was all put together really well. That was that was one of the ones that really kind of just genuinely jumps out at me when I think about it. I saw there, there was a, there was a Hawk lot. Man with yeah, 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 yeah. But good. he didn't have a mace. He didn't have a glowing <laughs> mace. Uh, not to take away from, they might have even been working together for all I know. But yeah, uh, yeah that was that was the stuff. That was the ones that really stood out at me. Yeah. Um, there are a couple that really stand out to me. There was an awesome Lumiere on the floor. Oh, that's right. He was amazing. He, I mean, his outfit was just awesome, incredible. There was a really great um, Hella from uh, Thor. Thor mm -hmm. uh, with the big oh, headdress yeah, thingy. Yeah, yeah, she was really, really awesome. And then I don't know this character. I don't know what it's from. We saw her on Sunday, and it was uh, it's got to be from an anime or a video game. But she was some sort of like almost fairy-looking creature. Oh, that's right. And her. Her head was pretty much um, all, it was some sort of a, 
a, a made head. It wasn't a human face made up. Mm -hmm. So, and she had these huge eyes inset, and they were weren't not real eyes, but they would move, Ooh. and blink. Wow. And she was probably seeing through the mouth. I know that's how she was breathing. And she had these luminescent, like, fairy wings that would expand out of her back. And it was just so beautifully done. And she was with somebody else. And her hair else. was technically, like, was like these back feathers. Feathers that were all, like, this multicolored blues and purples up in a flame. Um, it, was, it was really so well done. And I thought it looked great and was beautiful and was so well done. And then I saw her eyes freaking move from side to side, and I was like, oh, wow, kudo. And then they blinked, and I was like, ah! Well, she had a handler with her, well, yes. and so I assume that she just couldn't see at all because I thought this, this this whole headset just seemed to be all encasing. Yeah. But then I saw her, like, react to people here and there, and like, oh, no, she can see. Don't she know how some, well she can see. She had some sort of limited vision, but it definitely it was a very, wasn't good enough to walk around unassisted. But it was a very sprite, fairy, sprite, kind fairy ish of thing. type of thing, but yeah. it was it, it was, was it, really, really well done. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Very so exquisite. Those, are, those and there was I mean there was there was a lot of great cosplay there. Mm -hmm. Um the Hatter group, the Guardians of the Galaxy group. Mm-hmm. Um awesome awesome stuff that we saw. And so much stuff that I only saw pictures of yeah, that we didn't see. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think nowadays it seems like most of the cosplay is happening around the backside of the convention center mm -hmm. and didn't get out there. So mm -hmm. it's hot. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, gosh. I, I know that I complimented a lot of people on their costumes, but I'm having trouble remembering most of them. Um, there was a really good um, DC Bombshells Mira mm -hmm. that just looked fantastic. Uh, there was, like I said, I saw a Hawkman with the expanding wings. It was mm -hmm. really well done. Um, and I remember complimenting a couple of uh, Disney Princess Jedi. Um, hmm. So there were there was also a really nice uh, Wonder Woman grouping that I saw that was um, uh, an Antiope Wonder Woman and a Queen Hippolyta. Oh yeah, yeah, which was that. really nice. I saw Steve Trevor. Yeah. I saw a couple of him, him too. And oh, a, there was a, a Xena Wonder Woman mashup, mashup oh. one that was really cool. Oh, when we passed one that was Diana in the uh, London streetwear holding mm. the, the shield and sword, which was cute. <laughs> yeah, that was very nice. nice. Yeah. It was she very passed by and said, you know, the, the two, they just don't really go with the ensemble. Just <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this was definitely the year of Wonder Woman. I feel like mm. Wonder Woman and Rick, a lot of Rick from Rick and Morty. Ta and, and Bob's Burgers. And Bob's a lot Burgers. of Bob's Burgers. Yeah, so those are the big three I saw, like, the most of. There's always, like, one or two costumes that are, like, very prevalent. Um, I saw two or three sets of Gravity Falls pe people, and I only know who they were because one of them was Holly and Nathan, and they told me who they were yeah. as. <laughs> that one, yeah, that helps. Yeah, but no, there was a lot of blue hair running around. Uh, I saw a black and white uh, Lucille Ball that was pretty cool. good. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you're right, I remember the Hawkman. He was, he was excellent. Uh, a giant guy in stilts doing Megatron. Oh, that's uh, right, I saw that. Yeah, he was pretty impressive. Yeah, there were there were a number of transformers walking around that were really good. Mm -hmm. Wasn't there one that was like a transformer made from like a Barbie's car? It was yeah, like a like pink those, Barbie those, car that they those those, those you know kid drive them cars. Yeah, yeah. That, mm -hmm. It was a Barbie mobile somebody had chopped up. It was a pink mm -hmm. pink transformer. Nice, That's kind of awesome. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. 
Interesting. Um, yeah, I'm trying to remember now. I mean, I, I went through this with Mal when we recorded, and I probably remembered a lot more at that time, but... Uh, uh, yeah, no, a lot of... Oh, and of course, Brandon's groups, the Mad Hatter group, and the mm -hmm. Guardians group, and, and all that, his Captain Hook, all I that was I saw a really good, good Mantis. Like from the show, him. Mantis? No, Mantis from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay, all right. Well, if it was the one with their group that was Iva Doom Kitty. I don't remember if it was with mm. the group, I just remember the Mantis. Well, she, hers was really good. I remember the one random cosplay, like, where you're not really... Uh, tuned in like they're on the floor and you're seeing cosplays when we went to the spaghetti factory yeah. and sitting at a chair just kind of oh, started yeah. me with Spike from, from <laughs> Cowboy Bebop I just kind of looked over and go that's pretty cool yeah. Yeah, that Spike awesome. finally gets something neat <laughs> there were a number of uh, kids uh, like 12 to 15 year olds who were wearing pretty good flash costumes I ran into at least three of those yeah, oh, yeah. and one in a zoom that was pretty neat he I went, didn't see the zoom yeah, were, I were. got a picture of him because he wanted to race me as King Marvel for some reason he probably thought I was another flash but whatever <laughs> Well, it's a multiverse. It's a multiverse. <laughs> it's all good. There Why not? There um, a lot of young Supergirls and yes. young Wonder Women. I was so excited by the number of Supergirls. Yeah, a lot of Supergirls. Yeah. And various incarnations of Carol Danvers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whether it was Captain Marvel or Ms. Marvel. Right, right. Yep. So much of that. Fun stuff like that. Yeah, not as much Superman this year, though. I only saw, like, three real standout Supermen. It... It varied. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if I just said classic Superman, I didn't see as many. Mm -hmm. You know, but I, I did see some, like, you know, different takes or, mm -hmm. you know. I think I saw one black and silver suit from, like, the rebirth of Superman right. or whatever it was back right. in, the, in the 90s and so forth. And uh, it was more of that kind of thing I would see. Yeah. You know. Yeah, there was like, a, sorry. I, I really do feel, though, that there's not a lot of cosplay actually on the actual con floor anymore. Yeah. Because I do feel like I ran into, to saw more of it either out in the lobby or actually outside on the streets going to and from the con. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, where people were often doing photo shoots, like that Red Sonia we ran into. Oh, yeah, um, she was awesome, too. Yeah, yeah was that great. was a really good one. Um, I was just thinking, uh, I ran into a really good Skeletor and Evil Inn in the sales, along oh, with, along with the Beetlejuice. Yeah, they were really good, though. Uh, and the Deathstroke, and he was a fan. He actually walked up going like, Elvis! And I'm like, Deathstroke's a fan of Elvis. Um, <laughs> There's yeah. always plenty of Deadpools to go around. You're right, yeah, a lot of Deadpools, actually. You're right, there were a lot of Deadpools this year. And a Deadpool with a Rick wig. I, th I think the Rick wig is pretty much the equivalent of the Fez these days. Mm. Okay. <laughs> he has blue hair, you're Rick. You're Rick, yeah. No. So there, there, was some, there was some really cool stuff, definitely, on the floor this year. Let me say this. Uh, I have a beard, and I was playing the 12th Doctor, and not one person ripped me on it. And I was expecting to have to raise some hell. I thought I ripped you on it. Oh, I don't count. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good-natured ripping. Yeah. It's that good-natured ripping. Um, I, said, I don't remember this episode. <laughs> I think I've seen them all. So I was, I was uh, delighted. At the BBC booth, they didn't have a TARDIS this year. They had a speaker Dalek. I've seen oh, yeah. it at WonderCon, um, so I don't know who brought it. But anyway, yeah, but I remember, I'm sure you got photos there. I got photos there on Thursday, um, and supposedly they threw them up on Instagram. Um, oh, I did get, as, uh, as King Marvel, I was at a Golden Age uh, comic booth. Actually, that was the thing I always forget about with the comic guys. So I'm going around thinking, if anyone's going to kind of know who I am, it's the comic guys. Mm. So I walked around, of course, most of those guys don't really seem to care about class players. They're just like, yeah, you're not buying something, get out of here. <laughs> um, but I did go up to one booth and they freaked out and they immediately handed me a Captain Marvel Jr. comic to pose with. So that was, that was my one little thing I wanted to do. And I did that. I was very happy about that. Um, so uh, 
I guess um, our, our, I assume we're all gonna try to plan to go to Comic Con twenty eighteen. Oh yeah. See how the the fates align. Mm-hmm. See how my feet hold up. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, so so Comic Con twenty seventeen uh, summed up in one word. Oh, man, these are the worst. That's just a way to cap it off because I've asked my questions. And... Um, Capaldi. <laughs> <laughs> and we know what your priorities are. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not a lie. Friends. Yeah. Yeah. She always says that. Well, that's, <laughs> also, it for her. that's also true. Oh, boy. Uh, one word. Um, you can say Capaldi twice. That's fine. <laughs> I didn't even... I actually had to leave before the Doctor Who panel because I didn't take Monday off, so I had to get home in time to get to work. That's not one word. No, I know. I'm answering Kevin's question. He just julied you. <laughs> he totally just julied you. I guess that's only fair. See what I did there? Um. Okay, I don't want to leave you with dead air, so I'm just gonna say, um, fun, as always. Oh, money. No, money is my word. I spent too much money. Well, we always spend too much money. It's, it's the money black hole. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to go with epic because it's always big and seems bigger every year. Um, but all right. So um, I think that about wraps up Comic-Con 2017. Unless anybody else has any last-minute thoughts we have skipped over. The silence deafens. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys for being a part. Absolutely, absolutely. Harumph, harumph. I did get a rump from over there. Harumph. <laughs> rump, rump. <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, we'll be back next time with more Shop Talk here on Costume Station Zero. <laughs>